Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tankey, loan originator, NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. live from the Loring Park Remax Results <laughs> office. I feel like an announcer. Twin Cities. Coming to you live from the Twin Cities. Heck yeah. It's like you have to do this like fun thing with your voice. Coming you have to, to you have, live. You have to do your like announcer voice. Yeah, you have to like have inflection and whatever the other word is. Deflection? Inflection and... <laughs> What's the opposite? I don't know. I don't your know. voice goes down as opposed to up, right? <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. know. I don't even know. Well, we are really excited because we're changing things up on y'all. Yep. And um, what, we're, what we've decided to do is the first Thursday of every month to provide a little bit more value for you guys, we've decided that we will be doing a market update. Yeah. So real quick, you know, just nothing crazy. Um, we also have another topic f- for the day too, specifically today. So let's dive right in. All right, let's do it. You want me to start? You go. I would love to because... <laughs> Your stuff been... is way more intense, I think, it than is. my side of things. Yeah, it's... So big news, the um, the feds cut rates earlier this week. So we are just we're bearing with that on the mortgage side of everything. And so I do just want to point out what I have been learning because I'm learning a lot about the stocks, bonds and then, you know, how if if stocks and bonds are high, then the mortgage rates are mortgage rates are actually low and vice versa. Yeah. So it actually has an adverse effect. But with the feds cutting rates, they don't they're actually being proactive, it sounds like, to help stimulate the market and the economy because of all of the stuff with the coronavirus, which who would have thought that something like, you know, a, a virus could have such a huge impact yeah. on the mortgage rates. Like we get it for the economy, but Right. I just it's it's absolutely insane. And so you know, earlier this week, we were um, sitting there at the branch, the three of us, and going, what? The the market was shifting, like, every couple of hours. And it does, no matter what. But it's it was dramatic. It was like, oh, reprice for the worst. Oh, reprice for the best. And, like, <laughs> huge leap. So, you know, one minute I'm pricing out for somebody and their interest rate is looking really good and they've got a look a good lender credit and all of a sudden we reprice for the worst and it's you know a, a eighth to a quarter point difference and all of a sudden they're paying a discount point yeah for that rate so it's just been it's been pretty crazy but 
Um, what very I do want to very, very volatile. And, and I'm trying to stay away from that word because I realize oh, that it sorry. is, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I was actually just thinking about that on my way over here. It's like, it is, it sounds like such a negative word, but it's right. It is the only word to, that I feel like I could really use. And I don't, I don't think know. it necessarily means it, it has a negative con- connotation it, it maybe, does. but you know where it that could, comes from? No. The media. Yeah. The media hypes everything up. And yeah. so, but, but go ahead and finish and then I'll, I'll yeah. chime in. I was just going to say, like, it could be volatile <clears throat> for your benefit as well. Like, you know, it can also go the other way where you're pricing somebody out and then all of a sudden it drops and you're mm-hmm. able to lock in a lower rate. So it kind of goes both ways yeah. right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that I want to point out that I have been recognizing is that just because they ended up dropping, um, they dropped the rates half a percent doesn't mean that that affects the mortgage rates half a percent. So um, there's there's a lot of mixed reviews out there and it comes from the media specifically. So my biggest piece of advice is don't to our listeners who may be new to all of this and how the how the market and the economy and all of that stuff is playing in together is try to stay away from listening to what's coming out on the news and the media and talk to your mortgage professional because we're in it day to day. The media is not. They are paid to hype things up and make things look way worse than they really are. So that's just my my tidbit of advice. Yeah. Um, but I do have to just plug real quick because interest rates are historically low. In like the past eight years, historically low. It does make sense to refinance mm-hmm. to help improve your cash flow or purchase mm-hmm. because the house price that you're getting today um, will be lower price point. Sorry, how do I phrase this? Your overall payment? Yes. Yes. Because... Yes, the price point of the homes is a little bit higher, but your rate is going to be lower. So you're getting more bang for your buck. Exactly. And a lot of people have concerns about the way that the economy is right now. And, you know, what does this mean? Are we going into a recession? But I will say just like focus on your goals, focus on your investments, focus on the long term. And that's that's all I've got for right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah, I want to bring up the the stock market and how you know, I've had quite a few people reach out to me this week with the stocks, the stock market going down saying, yeah. "Oh, do you think housing prices are going to go down?" And we discussed this amongst the team this week, and I think people's memory is that when the stock market crashes, that the housing market crashes because of the last recession. Mm-hmm. But if you look back in history, the last eight economic recessions we've had, which it just means there's not year-over-year growth, right? right. It's just declining. Mm-hmm. Six out of those eight recessions, home prices actually went up. And especially in the market we're seeing right now, the market isn't crashing because of housing, because people aren't paying their mortgages. It's crashing right. because of the industry that China has yes. in Thank the marketplace you. and oh the gosh. coronavirus is affecting that production. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about it um, in our meeting this week of, you know, a lot of these big 
you know, the S&P 500 companies, their projections for like Q3 and Q4 are lowering because of, they know they're not going to be able to get all the production because of what China is going through. And that's what's lowering the stock market. So that's what's affecting it. And so housing, I don't think is going to be affected as much, especially when you couple it with the interest rates and where they are, because it's giving people more purchase power. Mm -hmm. So as the, as home prices are increasing over this crazy freaking market we're having. Absolutely insane. It's still allowing people to purchase homes because their interest rate is lower. So yep. it's kind of all working it's hand more in hand. power. It's it, kind of exciting. Exactly. It kind of is really working to people's advantage. Yeah. And like I would say, I would particularly caution people, if you got pre-approved like last spring mm-hmm. and you didn't end up purchasing get re-pre-approved because you can probably get a little bit more buying power based on the interest rates. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's been – and also, too, to kind of go hand-in-hand hand with that is we're still facing an inventory shortage. Mm-hmm. So even if the stock market crashes, we're still – the housing market still does not have enough properties for sale. Yeah. So that's what's going to keep driving prices up is the inventory shortage. I read an article – earlier today that in the entire United States, the housing industry is 3.3 million units short. <laughs> so that's a lot of shortage. We need our builders to pick up the pace. And yeah. We need a, a more versatile, um, I guess, <laughs> excuse me, a more bad, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Because normally when builders are building homes, they're at a specific price point, you know, right. 350, and up. Yeah. And what we need is something and like it's it's hard. We need a lower price at, point product. Right. And it is and it's, it's very hard with the build and the cost to do so and labor and all, yeah, all that goes into building a home, it can be ex- it can be expensive for the builder and so I get it. I understand their their um, hesitations around wanting to build in that specific price point, but that's what we need. Yeah, it almost makes you wonder, like, if there's going to be some kind of, like, subsidy program that will come out to help yeah. the builders build because that's really where it comes into play. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, in Minneapolis specifically, they have the 2040 plan, which is basically saying if a house is zoned single family – if you put forth the effort and you have the plans to do so, you can rezone that as a fourplex. So it creates oh, yeah. more density. That's right. And then it would create those price points for like condos and duplexes and fourplexes and that sure. type of thing. But that's, I mean, that's a 2040. Like that's yeah. 20 years from now. I know. <laughs> so we don't have, you know, there's a lot needs to happen before that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah and I I do just want to touch on too especially for the Minneapolis and Twin Cities market um, there was an article that came out in the Star Tribune this week that said Minneapolis or the Twin Cities is the fourth most competitive market in the entire United States Hmm. so and I don't I don't say that to like scare people or to think oh I can never get a home here it's just to be cognizant of the days of you know lowballing and waiting around to make a decision are not there like so the the three other uh cities that are more competitive than the twin cities are Boston 
San Jose, and San Francisco. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that's based on, I believe the metric that they used was based on the original purchase price or the list price versus percentage that they got paid. So Hmm. I think it was like 101.2% or something like that. So people are going well above and beyond the purchase price to get into homes. Very, very interesting. Or list price. Yeah. I mean, I I have known this for a long time that I think it's rent rates mm-hmm. are very competitive here in the Minneapolis St. Paul area as they are compared to the nation but this I guess I shouldn't be surprised actually yeah about the housing market it I just I think it says something and it is interesting because it's like obviously like we're reading data every single day mm-hmm. and sometimes I do feel like they miss they misjudge the Twin Cities area because of the way they just like the way they read the data. It's like they're including a lot of, I think, counties and areas outside of what we would consider like the city's area. Yeah. And so it skews our numbers a little bit. But this one, I think, is truly probably representative of hmm. how aggressive people are. And we have, you know, a lot of driving, a lot driving that is we have a lot of good industry here and we mm-hmm. have a lot of good credit scores and people who are financially capable of affording a home so that just drives up the competition yeah yeah for sure it's It's crazy i i'm sure you are seeing this with um your your buyers too and we we've got a few in our pipeline together also but it's it is very competitive out there and Mm -hmm. you know I will repeat what you say and just reiterate it that the going in under list price or it's just it's not it's not gonna work it's not going to listen to the words that are coming out of our mouths it's not going to work it isn't unless that house has been sitting for a long time there are no other offers on it then you have the conversation with a professional like Dina who can say, you know, maybe we could offer this below asking price. Yeah, but I would say it's you are going to be so disappointed if you keep doing something like that. It's just going to it's going to deflate you. So exactly. Again, make sure that you're listening to your um, real estate professional that you're working with mm-hmm. because they have been doing this for a long time and they know what they're talking about. Yeah. And even it used to be like we were talking about kind of that price point of like the 250 to 300 mm-hmm. and below. That used to be primarily where we saw multiple offers and, you know, really struggling to get in at list price. It's higher now. But what we're seeing is even in the five, six, seven hundred thousand yep. price points, especially in the older neighborhoods, because mm-hmm. people still want to be close to everything. Yeah. So those price points are even getting more aggressive where you're seeing multiple offers in a couple of days yeah. on these properties. So don't think that just because your price point is a little bit higher that you're still not going to face that. Sure. It's just the reality of, of where we're at right now. So. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good market update. What do you think? I do too. Yeah. Kind of mix that in together rather than one person go on the other. So I like it. I like it. I thought that was good. 
So what we also wanted to talk about today um, is because the Parade of Homes, when this um, episode airs next Wednesday, the Parade of Homes will have already started. We'll have a couple days under our belt. Yeah. But we, last season, which we still have to <laughs> <laughs> update, um, last season we did talk about the Parade of Homes because, mm-hmm. one, it's it's something that happens twice a year here in the Twin Cities. Um, two, we love it. Three, love, it's an love, opportunity love it. for our buyers who are out there to go and see other home options. Yep. Four, interior design yeah. options and ideas. And what else could we add to that list? I think from not only the interior design but I think the way they're building homes now so understanding yeah. like some new building techniques sure um oh, for sure like the big thing that I noticed about this one and I don't know if it was part of I'm 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 sure it was in the last parade of homes I'm sure it's been around for a while but the like green path homes so they're like more economically stable yes. and em- environmentally friendly And I think that's something cool to go see because it's like, you know, you just kind of think like, oh, well, it's home building. Like, what can change? Right. But so much is constantly changing. And so I think somebody who is maybe considering new construction or even just a remodel on their current home, going and looking at these houses and saying like, oh, what technology is out there? Like, how can I build it more sustainably? It gives you a good opportunity to actually see what the builders out there are doing. Absolutely. So real quick, let's just share with our listeners the dates um, and the the dates that the Parade of Homes is going to be going through, yeah. um, the days, and then the time. So I'll start. We've got the Parade of Homes that's happening up here in the Twin Cities um, starting March 7th, so that's two days from now, and going all the way through April 15th. Um, th- it only happens... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, and what time, Dina? It goes from noon until six <laughs> every Thursday through Sunday, and then the last weekend, April third through the fifth, is when the remodeled homes Ooh. are showcased. So, and this year there's fifty of them, so that is a good number to go see. Yeah, and um, a few other things to just note as I'm looking at their website because we did a little bit of research beforehand. Mm-hmm. We think. So there are 434 new homes on our Spring Parade of Homes tour this year, which is very exciting. And um, they are also free guidebooks that are offered or that you can pick up at um, holiday gas stations. Yes. And, of course, they always have the dream homes, which are, you know, million-dollar homes. But let's just think about, like, how many times do you have an opportunity to go into million-dollar homes? You know, like, sure, there's some people out there that that's (laughs) their life. But I know, for me, I think it's always a little special treat because that's not necessarily the demographic I am playing in. So, it's a $5 donation, but at the end of the day, like, to see a stunning brand new construction, like, and a lot of them this year, there's four that seem to be really, they're really capturing the setting that the house is on. So it's not just okay. the house itself, but it's like, 
overlooking a lake, overlooking a pond, overlooking a golf course. And it just kind of really capturing, you know, Minnesota's beauty, I would say. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it looks like as I'm... You guys, just so you are aware, you can go to paradeofhomes.org and that'll take you to um, the Parade of Homes here happening in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And as I'm navigating through this, it's kind of cool because you can see some of those new homes. Um, also highlights the remodeled homes, the Green Path homes that Dina mentioned, the Dream, home, dream Homes. And then also those remodeled dream homes that would be happening at the um, the tail end of Parade of Homes, April 3rd through 5th. You can, because they're so, I mean, the Twin Cities is pretty big. So they also have on here, which is kind of fun, a tour planner. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you're just looking, like, I've tried to do this. If you just pick up your guidebook from the gas station and you try to, like, map, <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. And truthfully... If you go to a specific area, more oftentimes than not, there's a lot of different um, Parade of Homes homes in that specific area. So you can just hammer them out, you know, one after another, depending on how much time you spend in each of them. Because sometimes you can spend quite a bit of time and it's it's very intriguing. Yeah, but most developments will have multiple builders within that area. So yes. if you're looking at, you know, like three or four builders, builders and their style you can usually find Mm -hmm. them within a few miles of each other as opposed to trying to like drive all the way across the cities to to look at the different builders yeah so I was just going to list off a few of the um builders current builders um let's start with a few that I know um Country Joe Mm -hmm. um Charles Cud Cole Mm-hmm. My favorite, Custom One, mm-hmm. Dr. Horton. Um, gosh, Derek Custom Homes is pretty dang nice. Eternity. I mean, David the, Weekly Homes. Yeah, and they're a good one. What's the one that Robert Thomas? Robert Thomas is my really favorite. Like a lot. <laughs> so I mean, there are just. I I wonder how many. I think it said 132. 132 builders. And then let's see how many remodelers. About 20 remodelers. Gosh. Yeah, and they range from... This is the cool thing that I that I really appreciate about the Parade of Homes, especially in the Twin Cities. Well, I haven't been to any other ones, so I don't know. But we have such a great... Um, community of local builders and custom builders and then we also have the national builders and like regional builders so you get a variety of that's a good point of houses so I know you know it's interesting because like Minnesota has such a variety of styles that we have here I mean there's a lot of bungalows and stuff but Mm -hmm. we have colonial we have you know split levels blah 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 and I think going to see if I like if I were to tell a client like here's my recommendation of going to the parade of homes go and look at a couple local builders and then go and look at a couple national builders and just look at the difference you know because some national builders it's like they may be building houses in California but then they're also building houses here so what trends are they taking from California and bringing here versus 
versus the local ones are going to only be sourcing from you know the our materials style that they have yeah or, yeah the materials and and the style that is indicative of this specific area exactly so it kind of gives you that variety sure yeah I don't know I'm excited I'm actually going to be sitting in one of the homes um who is it JC hold on I gotta find them on and I March know 28th fun. I'm gonna be sitting in JP Brooks JMS JP Brooks yes and I know our team is going to do a kind of a tour as a team. We're going to go out next week and mm-hmm. drive around to a few of them and check them out. And mainly for the trends, you know, we're sure. the interior design trends and the building trends. So that'll be really fun. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited for you guys. That'll yeah, be, that'll be good. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. I am not sure there's anything else that we can really touch on. I, that's... We just wanted to highlight, of course, it, this is always a fun time of year. We're, we're getting into the little bit warmer weather now. And so I think, <clears throat> excuse me, as we, as we start the Parade of Homes and as we get towards the end of the Parade of Homes, I am pretty confident that the weather is going to be taking a pretty, pretty nice shift. I Especially so over too. this first weekend, it's going to be really great. The, the weather is going to be nearly 60 by the end of the weekend and so it's a I'm sure the builders are very happy about the start of of this and start of the season yeah I feel like last year when the creative home started it still felt like the dead of winter so (laughs) it's really nice to have this warm weather yeah we're we're very excited about it so thanks so much for tuning in guys um just wanted a real quick reference I did mention that we we did talk about Parade of Homes in our first season. That was episode 18 that mm-hmm. we talked about it. So if you feel so inclined to do so, you can listen, take a listen to that. And um, otherwise, Perfect. we will talk to you next week. Have a great rest of the week. Bye. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.